<laughs> Are you going to cut that? No. no. <laughs> uh, let's talk about books. Hey, Maniacs. Hey, Maniacs. It's another spoiler-free mini-episode. Episode number six of season 22, The Witches of Angels Rise. You gotta say it like a witch. The Witches of, of Angels, Angels Rise. Though <laughs> <laughs> so there are no witches like that in it. Oh, it is. They're a, glamour witches. It is a perfect Halloween day. Absolutely. And a perfect Halloween day. It's like lightly raining and the wind and there's leaves on the <sighs> ground and the moony moon and the scary, scary. Oh, it's all good stuff. We're going to talk about the witches of Angel Rise. Angels Rise. It's possessive. They own the rise. Yes. We're not going to spoil anything. No. Nope. Listen to this before you watch the well, episode. We won't ruin it, but we will show you how to watch like a maniac. I'm going to spoil one thing. I'm going to spoil that the fact that Midsummer and Ted Lasso now exist in the same universe. How is that possible? They are in the same universe, what? which I want Roy Kent on Midsummer now. <laughs> <laughs> he curses too much. It's a non-cursy show. I don't know how Annette and uh, Badlands plays both roles, but Holly Willoughby. Yeah. The, yeah. She's a morning show person in the UK. Yeah, she's done a whole bunch of kind of television hosting and stuff like that. She's been an actress and things also. Well, our new thing now is to do cameo roles in other shows. Yeah, actually, she was in a Marple and she played a witch. But she didn't play herself no, like no, she did in Ted no. Lasso. She plays herself in Ted Lasso. And in and this. She, she plays herself here. So they are in the same universe. No, I think I don't. If think only you can, I could get Batman in that universe I don't universe think you can too. say that because Annette Badland can't be a coroner and a barkeep. Yeah, Annette Badland is the it's. It, She's like the crossing the streams yep, part. Yep. She's like the seeing yourself when you time travel and yep. then bad stuff happens. Maybe she has a twin. It's her if twin Fleur sister. Ever go? Oh, her like twin the sister. Rainbirds. Yeah. Her twin sister tends bar no. in Richmond. We've never heard whether or not it's... Uh, She's never said whether she has a sister or No, not. and we haven't heard the last name of that barkeep. That's so right. Maybe. Could be related. Does Fleur have a twin sister? <laughs> Who's a barkeeper. Wow. Are we off to a great start? Man, here. you just dropped a bomb, man. It's like theory bomb. <sighs> yep. So this episode is centers around a psychic... Fayer. Fayer. F-A-Y-R-E. Fayer. And all the important people go to this psychic fair, including Mrs. Barnaby. Mm -hmm. Because she's got a booth there because she's the head of the Midsummer Historical Society. What I want to know is who gets the booths inside and who gets the booths outside. Yeah, because she's I, outside under I the tent. I would much rather be inside. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's she's outside and she's got some pamphlets. And you here's your first watch like a maniac. Yep. Look at the titles of her pamphlets because yes. they are all references to other episodes of Midsummer, including one that is Little Worthy, a small village with a big history. Now, we, we've had a previous episode in Little Worthy, mm -hmm. but 
it's not a very exciting episode. Well, it's a good episode. Small Mercies. Yeah. It's the model village model. where the guy gets pinned down like Gulliver. That's but a great episode. It's a great episode. But I remember in that episode specifically, we were saying this village has nothing in it. No, there's nothing but the model village and yeah. the raft race, the crazy boat race. The crazy boat race, the craft store, the tea shop, the church, and the model village. But That's you do it. have somebody who's stabbed with a bodkin and tied down in a miniature village, a lady who's stabbed with a trident, and then another old lady who's killed with a hammer. She's no lady. So there's your first one. Look yep. for Sarah's pamphlets and their yes, titles and their references absolutely. to other episodes. The setting for this episode, uh, in addition to being an angel's rise, is centered around a derelict falling apart church tower castle thing and the satanic cave the hades caves the hades caves doesn't uh sarah have a pamphlet on the hades caves? she too? does well it took about two seconds to find out what they really meant mm -hmm. which are, of course are the hellfire caves they're in west wickham and are a man-made chalk and flint cavern about 260 meters underground and there they've got a, a good place in history they call it the spirit of the damned club in the episode but it's actually yeah. a, a reference to the hellfire club founded by the earl of sandwich francis Dashwood, the 11th Baron de la Spencer. Mm -hmm. And he's a interesting cat. If you do some research on him, you're, you're going to find out some very weird things about him. He uh, apparently had a giant collection of erotic fiction. Oh, yeah. In his library. And where I first heard about him was in the Illuminati trilogy. Robert Anton Wilson's yeah. book. Like, I was like, this guy's weird. So Speaking of books. Yes. There's some books in this episode. There's a bookmobile. And. With a ginger ginger. A ginger ginger. Yeah. She's a ginger librarian. Yeah, but and her, her name, name is ginger. ginger. Right. She's a ginger ginger. Yes. She's ginger the ginger. Though I think that people who have red hair don't like being called gingers. It's okay. They have no souls. <laughs> Are you going to cut that? No. no. <laughs> uh, let's talk about books. Another way you can uh, watch this episode like a maniac is keeping a close eye, an eagle eye, on the books that are in the episode. And I'm going to give you a couple because there's lots more to look at. That, there's lots of books in this episode. So one of the characters, Peter St. Stevens, basically spends the entire episode sitting in his own library. Yes. He's a scientist out. in his library. He studies string theory. String theory, which was a popular sort of scientific theory in the 90s into the 2000s to explain the beginnings of the universe. That's not important. No. What's important is now he's studying the history of witchcraft and yes, stuff. Yes, that is far more important. So he's got some awesome books. Yep. One of the books he has is The Mahatma Letters. Okay. And the full title is The Mahatma Letters to A.P. Senate. Have you ever heard of this book? No, I have not. It's fantastic. Tell us about the book. It's written by Madame Blavatsky. Oh, already it is good. Okay. She, she of the, some say fake psychic ability, she founded the Theosophists, yes, I think they're called. Yeah. So this huge figure in early 20th century and late spiritualism. 19th century spiritualism. So this book is a correspondence between Kut Humi and Moria, who okay. were two spiritual mentors of Madame Blavatsky that didn't exist. Okay. Um, and she channeled... The two of them. Psychically, she channeled their responses to letters written to them by 
A.P. Sinnott, who was a theosophist too. Okay. So he would write letters to these two spiritual mentors, and then she would do the hum, 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 and she would channel them and write responses. So this book is their correspondence. Nice. (laughs) That's the first book. Yeah. The second book I want to tell you about that is in Peter St. Stephen's library is called Kepler's Witch. Yes. Do you know about this? Well, Kepler's a scientist. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know what his witch is. His mother. Ooh. It is, uh, it's written by James A. Connor. It's an astronomer's discovery of cosmic order amid, amid religious war, political intrigue, and the heresy trial of his mother. Wow, his mother was on trial for heresy? In 1615, 24 witnesses accused her, her name was Katerina Kepler, of being a witch. Their evidence was that she could magically appear through closed doors. She paralyzed the schoolmaster, and she hit a young girl on the arm, causing inhuman pain. Wow. So she was sneaky, the schoolmaster was a drunk, and a little girl said, Oh, you broke my arm! Oh, you touched me and you broke it! She's a witch. A witch! Clearly. She was, she was cleared. Clear. She was acquitted. That's good. Yeah. But, I can only imagine... If you're a man of science and your mom's on trial for being a witch, that's kind of a conflict. Poor Kepler. He was a groundbreaker then. So there's a couple of books there in the library. There's another book that is extremely interesting. There is a character. On the bookmobile. No, not there yet. There's one more. Okay. One of the characters, Hattie, she's one of the psychics at the fair. She has a book that she's selling at the fair. Yes. Called In Good Spirits. In Good Spirits. Now there is an actual book called In Good Spirits. Do you want to guess what it's about? No idea. Guess. Be fun. Guess. Maybe, you know, positive uh, Christianity. No, it's about cocktails. Oh, okay. Recipes, revelations, and refreshments. Oh, that sounds like... In Good Spirits. In Good Spirits. There's also a really weird song called In Good Spirits on Spotify, written by some guy named Mr. Mike G. Okay. It's, It's weird synth jazz. I don't know how else to describe it. Then there is the Bookmobile book. Yes. The Bookmobile book is a book that Barnaby goes to look at. Yes. And it's called Rat Catching by Lewis T. MacDonald. Okay. This book does not exist. Okay. But there is a book called Rat Catching. Okay. Written by Kristen Glover. What? (laughs) Is it Crispin or Kristen? It's Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover, the actor. You know, the real creepy guy. He played the dad in Back to the Future. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been in a number of David Lynch movies. He's really good at playing greasy-haired, sniveling bad guys. Yep. Well, he wrote a book called Rat Catching that's actually a version of an older book called Studies in the Art of Rat Catching that was written in 1896. Glover's book came out in 1988, and it's like that book, but other stuff added to it and scribbled on it and glued into it. And no. It's really weird. Oh, it sounds weird. And it's way creepy. I would assume. It has a lot of anatomical drawings of rats. I would assume that he would create a weird piece of art. So look for books in the episode because there's some awesome ones all over the place. Speaking of sneaking. Mm -hmm. Oh boy, do we see something in the background. Don't tell him where it happens. Nope. There's a dude who sneaks into the psychic fair without a ticket. He has no ticket. Look for him. Watch for him. The last thing that I want to point out is that amidst the psychic healers and feng shui people in the psychic fair, there is an artist. Mm -hmm. 
who is a psychic sketch artist. Psychic sketch artist. She's got a lot of evidence of her work around her, a lot of examples. Take yes. a look at those. Who's she drawing? I don't know. But there are real psychic sketch artists. Oh, there are? I didn't know about they this do, until like, today. They do auras and stuff? Oh, no. It's better than that. <laughs> okay. On Etsy, yeah. for between $5 and about $35, you can have a person draw a psychic drawing of your future soulmate. Oh. In 24 hours or less. Wow. All you have to do is give them your name, your birth date. <laughs> are you are you going with me? Yep. You don't have to give them your social security number as far as I know. Okay. But quite a bit of information. You also have to tell them what your preferred gender is for a soulmate because okay. apparently that doesn't come through. That doesn't come through. I don't know. I can tell you, funnily enough, the soulmates they draw are never ugly. Amazing. Everybody who pays them is destined to fall in love with somebody beautiful and amazing. That's how it is with soulmates. Yeah, they're they're always extremely handsome. All right, are we ready for our list? So here's your list, maniacs. Okay. Watch the witches of Angels Rise like, like a, a maniac, maniac. <laughs> by looking by looking for these things. Watch for the guy who sneaks into the psychic fair without a ticket. Yep. Watch for Sarah's pamphlets. Yes. Look for the psychic sketch artist and try to figure out who she's drawing. Yes. And finally, check out the books. Which are real, which aren't. Get it? Which? Whoa. Witchy, witchy, <laughs> witchy woo. woo. As far as I can tell, this is also the first reference to a podcast in In Midsummer. a Midsummer episode. Yeah. And it's not about us. No, unfortunately. Unfortunately, They haven't no. mentioned us yet. Though, the women with the podcast are kind of maniacal. So it they could are. be a Midsummer Maniacs we podcast. We would it's gladly have the, them on. We are the Midsummer Maniacs podcast. Yes. They would be a maniac podcast. <laughs> and they do this interesting thing that's kind of like a little spell to get Winter to listen to their podcast. Mm -hmm. So we want to try it here. I think it'll work. Yeah. Let's try it. Okay. Listen to our podcast. Go to Spreadshirt and buy our merch. Follow us on Twitter and like and subscribe on YouTube. Listen to the next episode. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Speaking of the next episode, it comes out on Monday. This is Friday. Seven episodes of October are now done, and the eighth episode drops on the 1st of November. You people have been fantastic with all your listens. You must be tired of us now. More important than any of that, have an awesome Halloween. Yes. Enjoy the holiday weekend. It is. Get spooky. It's going to be nice weather here. Mm. Take your kids out on Halloween. It's a great holiday, and it's a great holiday in which we all can be safe. It's outside. Yep. It's so outside. it's good. Yep. Yeah. Remember. So enjoy it. Trick or treat, maniacs. <laughs> Bye, maniacs. Bye, maniacs. Five, four, three, two. One. Hey, maniacs. You did it again. <laughs> <laughs>